Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. You may already know that SiriusXM brings you the deepest variety of commercial-free music for every genre and every mood. Where you hear the biggest names in talk, entertainment, and comedy, and hundreds of hand-curated music channels designed to fit every mood. Where you get news from every source. Where you can listen to the newly launched Fish Radio, in addition to Jam On, Grateful Dead Radio, Pearl Jam Radio, Tom Petty Radio, and many more. Where you can listen to top comedy channels such as Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Radio and Netflix's A Joke Radio and Sports Talk Radio from Barstool to ESPN and more to keep you up to date on the latest news in the sports world. Most people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. Subscribe now to listen outside the car on your phone, online and at home and get your first three months for just a dollar. And if you're a Fish fan, which you probably are, you can get tour updates and shows being played, which are a good complement to our quick hits. Visit SiriusXM.com slash HFPod to see offer details and to subscribe and start listening today. SiriusXM, no car required.
Hey everybody, this is the Helping Friendly Podcast. This is the quick hit for the second night of Bangor. Uh, I am here with Matt Emmer, who is on the phone from the side of the road. Matt, thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. Yeah, right on, man. Um, So how was the show last night? The last night was a lot of fun. Interesting show. Uh, We'll get into it, but yeah, overall, a lot of fun. Good, you know, summer... Show. Excellent. Yeah, I, uh, I've i had a chance to listen to not all of it. I haven't really gotten in too far into the first set, but I've listened to the, all of the second set, I think, and a couple of the jams twice. Uh, it was, uh, I, I'll be curious to see how people rate this overall, but I, I've definitely hearing some really good playing here in the second set. So yeah, let's, let's dive in. I heard they sound checked Olivia's pool. Which <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Some some people are probably at home are probably psyched it didn't come out yet, but I'm sure that would have been amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't get to hear soundtrack last night. I got to hear a little bit of uh, Tuesday night soundtrack, but yeah, I heard good things about uh, last night. I don't know how much of you know the arrangement of Olivia's pool they played. I hear that it was kind of more singing the lyrics over a jam, but we'll take what we can get. Yeah, I think that's uh, the rule as a fish fan these days. Um, so uh, let's talk to me about this venue. It seems to be, I haven't been there, and I was looking at some photos, and I saw somebody posted a picture that said something about being on the lawn, but I saw chairs, like folding chairs, I think. I heard there's a very unusually large pit area down front. Uh, where were you, and uh, what's your impressions? Yeah, it's a really cool venue, really interesting. Um, I was in the pit both nights. I was going to these shows uh, solo, but kind of got absorbed into a larger crew about 10 feet in front of Trey both nights. On nice. the pit, which was a lot of fun. I don't get to be that close to the, to the band that often. Um, but yeah, it was really... The impression I get, this was my first time I didn't get to go in, I think, 2013 when they opened the tour here. Um, that until fairly recently, it was all one big lawn, kind of like the way it would be at a festival. And they had just had a big pop-up festival stage at one end. And then over time, it seems like they're transitioning it into being a more permanent venue. I heard there was, some, there was definitely construction going on at the back. And I heard some people talking about them trying to put up a permanent shed, but yeah, it was a, a large kind of gravel pit, um, a big open kind of folding shared uh, seating area, and then a lawn. But the pit, the pit and the lawn were about the same size. So okay. it was an interesting, interesting kind of dynamic between the crowd. Cool. So uh, let's dive into this first set. We have a crowd control opener, which is, I think they've played it nine times now. Or no, no, they've played it a dozen. I don't know. They played it more than more than nine times. A friend of mine has seen, I think, nine of the 19 times or something like that. That's what it is. Shout out to Craig, who's seen half of these. Yeah. It feels like about half of them open up like the middle stack show of the summer. You know, that, that right. tends to be, you know, they'll open one of these summer shows of crowd control and it usually means you'll get a pretty 
fun barbecue summer fish set, which is pretty much what we got last night. It's a good take, I think. Uh, plasma in the first set, which uh, is pretty rocking. Um, I mean, I could run down this whole yeah. set list. You want to? You want to just feed me some highlights off the top of your head? Sure. Yeah, plasma is really good. Great groove. They've really kind of found the place that they like going with plasma this year, kind of since the fall, and it's awesome to hear them go there. Um, Army of One in Alaska were cool. Both kind of reference the fact that um, it would have been interesting if last night Chili's webcast because the venue looked mystical. Uh, all yesterday, Maine, you know, the part of Maine we were in was covered in this really dense, pure white fog. Um, almost like somebody had, you know, wrapped like a white sheet around the venue. And there were a few references to that throughout the show, but um, the, the Arms of the Arctic, Army of One, and then Alaska definitely felt like it was a nod to the surroundings. It's also funny, you know, my last show in Maine was in 2016 at Portland, where it's, that show is kind of known for being incredibly hot in the venue. Um, oh, yeah. Not playing-wise, or wise And I don't think that either show, Tuesday or Wednesday night, it broke 65 degrees. Um, which is interesting for an outdoor summer show. But, um, yeah, Kill Devil Falls got out there um, and had a really, really, really nice jam. If you're going to listen back to the first set, that Kill, Kill Devil Falls is definitely the first thing you should uh, reach for. Um, yeah, How Many People Are You is always a treat to hear. Mike, I love that Mike song. I feel like that and Crazy sometimes are the two... Mike song, recent Mike songs. I just love hearing with fish and I think work super well, especially in, you know, uh, to kick up the energy of the set, the way that, that, uh, how many people are you did last night. Cool. And then, uh, Petrichor, which I think, uh, I think it has a mixed response from audience members, but I, I dig it. Yeah. And then, uh, did it go over reasonably well? Was it raining again? Yeah, Peppercor definitely another uh, nod to the weather. It was my first Peppercor, so I loved it. You know, I, I like the composition. I like that Trey's still reaching for that part of uh, his pool bag. So always good to see that, especially uh, first time. And then saw it again in sand. I mean, if anybody had energy complaints about Peppercor, the saw it again in sand definitely cured that. Uh, Given the set of nice, you know, high energy one-two punch. Fishman, you know, the town selectman definitely got into saw it again. I think that Trey, all this run, was having fun making Fishman do ridiculous stuff, knowing that he holds office locally. Um, right. That was another good end of the set. Yeah, I thought that sand was uh, particularly ripping. That was actually the first thing I put on. And then, uh, and then of course, I dove right into set two with a turtle in the clouds. I like that as an opener. Was that that work? Definitely, yeah. Loved it as an opener. Um, it's funny with the, and we'll talk about it again maybe with Final Hurrah, but with these cast vote box songs, I'm of two minds because we hear the soundcheck versions and, you know, Mike's been Instagramming things that, you know, with these songs really going long and getting to into some really interesting places and then at least this summer tour, I don't know if any of them have gone longer than seven or eight minutes. And it's, you know, 
It is what it is. I think that for a six-minute version of Turtle in the Clouds, it's really great. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a fun way to, to start off a set. Uh, I noticed the Gotta Debu jam kind of stretches a little bit, but it, it, what I really liked about it was that, you know, he teased that tired of waiting for you from the kinks and then it went yeah, into, and then it went to a nice big fuego. Yeah, that was definitely the highlight of the set. Um, the next full stretch that fuego was a lot of fun. I, I had never seen a stretched out fuego like that. So definitely, uh, was a treat for me. You know, when they go into Fuego at that part of the set, you kind of worry a little bit that it could go in, you know, one of two directions. And I think that the Fuego went into a really, really, really interesting space that built on uh, what we got the night before with that disease and simple. And yeah, I, I was really impressed with, how connected the band was during that section of the Fuego cities into final hurrah. Um, it's really interesting. You know, we'll, I think that, uh, whoever was on the quick hit yesterday, talked about it too, but these shows, you know, the, the quality of these shows on average seems to be going up. And last night, even though people will have gripes about how the shows ended, there is about 40 minutes of each show that stands up with, you know, any music that Fish has played in the last three or four years. Yeah. And Fuego City Final Hurrah definitely is part of that. I agree. I, I think the, uh, the playing is strong, even if the song selection isn't to the liking of all the fans. And, you know, that's never going to happen. Uh, most likely unless they play, uh, a tweezer for an entire set and then somebody will complain about that. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. actually thought the Caspian was really strong. Uh, Caspian Farmhouse. Oh. I mean, the rest the rest of the stuff is a little, some would could say jukebox fish, but uh, they're all really good songs, and uh, I thought they were nicely played. Yeah, I actually, I, you know, I, I thought Caspian was really well placed. I love that song. Um, I, I thought that for a while, Trey was kind of, Teasing with some different patterns at the end, and to me, it seemed like Fishman was really hammering on the cymbal, telling him to wrap it up. And <laughs> so, I don't blame Trey for the for the call into Farmhouse. And Farmhouse is mad, but I love the way that they played Number Line last night. I thought that that was a really, really, really well played version. And they've been doing something with Number Line for the last few years. I'm reminded of the Hartford 2016 version and the uh, Baker's Dozen version where they kind of almost put like an old school hood build at the end of number line. And, you know, people sometimes don't like it when they go type two with hoods because they like that old school build, but you can find it in number line sometime. And last night was really great leading into that kind of chalk dust as an old school way to end up the set. And yeah, I thought it was a really fun set. Cool. Yeah. And then we have a, a an encore that you can't sneeze at either. Uh, Lizard Susie oh, yeah. Greenberg, it kind of indicates that they, uh, they want to give you something here to go home with. Definitely. You know, it felt a little bit like a hometown show uh, this run. You know, they're all pretty close to home especially Fishman, and 
Lizards and ZZ to end it out felt like, you know, paying homage to their roots in the area. Trey even said something, you know, it felt like being back at their festivals and how, you know, they really started Bangor and the main area was one of the first places that they were able to travel to as a young band to play outside of Burlington. So it was definitely special seeing them here and knowing the history. And yeah, Lizards and ZZ was a great way. Fishman again get an opportunity to get a little silly and uh, call back the thought again in the CZ. Yeah, a lot of fun. Great, great. Well, um, look, we uh, typically end these things by giving everybody a a clip from one of the highlights of the show. Uh, what what do you think we should play for everyone? Um, I'm going to suggest if you could play the end of the city's jam as it kind of crashes into final hurrah, that cool. was an incredible moment. And Trey does a thing that he doesn't always do where, you know, sometimes they segue a jam into another song and then they kind of start out with singing over the jam. And then very soon they kind of jarringly turn into the traditional arrangement of the song. I was really, really happy with the way that they let, big jam that led into the final hurrah breathe and kind of staying over that until they reached the chorus. So really cool moment, really great segue and uh, highlight of a really good show. Yeah, it is a good segue. I, I enjoyed listening to that uh, just a little while ago and uh, they even gave it one of the fancy arrows on fish.net. So they must've agreed with us. So uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and give everybody the end part of that city's jam and uh, Matt, I want to thank you for taking the time from your morning drive to uh, speak with us and share your thoughts. Oh, my pleasure. All right, man. Well, uh, safe travels, and well, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Have a great day. You too, man.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggie, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.